I just wonder how many leaders struggle at every level from the time they become leaders, and by that I mean people of influence, until they've mastered their domain and they've built their legacy and, and everyone knows their name and they're ready to move on in life and retirement and just wait for the cash to roll in from all their books. I wonder how many of those leaders at any point in that process have people walk away and go, oh my gosh, if they weren't so hard to deal with. I just wonder how many leaders struggle with that, but because nobody tells them face to face, they don't know they struggle with that. I'm just, I'm curious. But a country song that I heard last night at a wedding we DJed reminded me that you got to be aware of that as a leader. And that's what I want to talk about today. Welcome to Leading Leaders Podcast. Five minute videos, five days a week. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast. One of the things that I heard in this song last night, really it's actually just the title of the song, but the concept itself has been talked about all over the world. In fact, if you just compare the two political uh, campaigns of the last, uh, well, let's, let's stretch, let's go the last 20 years in the United States. Oh, one of the challenges the most recent president, not the current, but the most recent president had, was that the claim was that nobody liked the individual. Nobody liked the personality, nobody liked the way they would make comments on Twitter, nobody liked the things that they said or what they did in their past or their personality. And so because of that, there's nothing good to know about their leadership. It doesn't matter what they've accomplished or what they've done, they're just not a likable guy. On the other hand, we've had those that have been very affable, very likable, even in the last 20 years, the go along to get along crowd, that everybody has been a-okay with that individual, even though some of the policies, decisions, processes, treatment of other humans has been absolutely deplorable. And so on the two contrasts, we have people who say, I love this individual, although everything they do is wow, and others who say, um, I hate this individual, although everything they've done is wow. And you have to wonder, is it really a personality or a popularity contest? See, the country music song that, that comes to mind is a song called You Make Loving You Easy. You make loving you easy. And I wonder as leaders if we even bother to ask the question, have I made myself easy to love, easy to like? Have I bothered with the idea that other people may or may not be offended by my persona, by my nature? I like the way John Maxwell points it out. He says, look, you can't call yourself a leader if you're the one standing on the mountain shouting down into the valley, hey, y'all come up here. Nor can you be a leader if you're the only one in the valley shouting up to the people on the mountain, hey, y'all need to come down here. You're not going to get anything done that way. But a leader needs to be able to get into the environment, get into the mindset, get into the daily struggles of the people that they're attempting to lead, the people they intend to lead. Last week, you'll remember that I talked about a young man who was in the fourth grade, and he was a cross-country guide for an older kid who was sight-impaired. That's what it means to come down off of your mountain and get in the valley with the people you intend to lead, to walk in the life that they're having to lead. You make loving you easy. When you lead from the place that the people you intend to lead are leading from, when you become more like them, and even if only in the moment that you can speak their language, that you can model their behavior, that you can listen to their intent, that you can live at their pace. Now, I don't always recommend that you live at the pace of the people that you lead because 
by its very nature, leadership should mean that you're influencing people to become a better person than they are today. That you're using the, the awareness, the influence, and the impact that you have to improve the quality of their lives. That's what it means to add value to somebody else. You make them more valuable in their career. You make them more valuable in their relationships. You make them more valuable to themselves in life when you add value to them, when you bring substance to them that isn't already there. And on a regular basis, I have an opportunity to be reminded that I have that opportunity. That's not a double meaning sentence. It's the same one. I get exposed to the fact that I have that opportunity on a regular basis. And sometimes my own little feeders get hurt. My own little immaturity steps in. Sometimes my own little ugh, frustrations with life step in. And I forget that what I'm saying, what I'm doing, where I'm at, who I'm with is actually a monumental leadership opportunity. So because we own the kind of business that we do, uh, Tell It Like It Is is listed as an entertainment marketing company. So we do videos like this one. We do all kinds of training videos, leadership videos. We do a lot of stuff in the local po political realm. We do stuff with uh, the global political realm. You know I've been to Cuba and Brazil and other places for the leadership stuff that we do. We also still own our entertainment company and we partner with other entertainment companies and I contract myself out a lot of times to MC an event or DJ an event or be a part of a local event where they need lights, sound, camera, and that's what we do. And because we've done that for almost 20 years now, my sons and my daughters have grown up in the industry. Now, all of them are, have, are they're all grown. My baby's 22. They're, they've all got their own jobs, their own lives, their own places to live. But my boys still get involved in what I do on a regular basis. And that creates opportunity for me. See, because my boys are in their early 20s, their friends are young men in their early 20s. And you've probably heard me talk about it. You might have even recognized it in our society today that young men in their early 20s, many of them are in that space in life without a father figure in their life at all. There's not a dad to box their ears, so to speak, or to set them down and go, son, that was a really dumb idea. Let's walk through this again. I did not have a dad in my life at that point in my life. My father and I knew each other at that point, but we still have talked less in the last 20 years than my boys and I talk every week. That conversation is so important. That influence, that space in life is so important. And I often overlook the fact that when they bring their friends around, their friends that come and help us do what we do, that I have a moment, a leadership moment right there, an opportunity that's afforded me that many people won't have. It's easy to overlook the fact that when these guys start trash talking and they're talking about their video games and they're talking the locker room, talking, you know, picking at each other and harassing each other, it, it's hard to, to remember that in that group, although I'm a peer because we're all doing the same job together, I'm also a father figure. I'm reminded of that at the end of the night when we all go our own ways and I tell my boys, I love you, I'll see you soon. And the other guys come up and they want a hug. And I'm thinking, we're just working together. We're just co-workers. And I sometimes miss the fact that in their life, because there's not a dad to say the things that a dad would say, sometimes that responsibility falls on me. But is that a responsibility or is that an opportunity? And I think the answer is yes. So ask yourself this. When you have an opportunity and a responsibility like that, 
Do you take that lovingly? Do you take that opportunity with the powerful responsibility that it is? And do you make it easy to love you? See, one of the things that by nature I find is that I could easily be the, the guy yelling down, we've owned this business for 15 years. I need you to step it up. I need you to act like this. I need you to do it like this. I expect you to live up to the same standard as my boys, to have the same values, to, to speak the same language, to do the same things, to know everything they know. And some of these guys that have come around, they've stepped up really fast, not only in the, the technical knowledge and the ability to do the job, but also in the work ethic and also in the conversation in the right time, in the right place to realize. Last night, as we were loading up, there was a young lady, probably 16 or 17 years old, standing there, and all the other guys standing around started with that conversation. And I reminded them, there's a young lady present. Save it till when she's gone. Wait till you're in the car. That's not appropriate in her presence. She doesn't deserve that. Okay, am I the boss at that point? Am I one of the old dudes that's helping run the business at that point? Am I dad at that point? Or am I just a more aware coworker? doesn't really matter. We're all doing the same job. But what does matter is that someone takes the moment while we're all in the valley together, while we're all slepping equipment and sweating and, and getting our fingers smashed and our toes run over with heavy equipment, that someone stands the ground and says, hang on, we still have values. We still have a direction to go. We still have something that we have to do. Now, if I were standing back in the corner doing nothing but barking orders, if I were standing in the corner in my lofty space on the top of the hill, not doing the work, not getting involved, not sweating and cutting my fingers like everybody else was, my opportunity to speak that into their life would be different. So how about in your world of leadership? Your family, your community, in the school district you're in, in your local precinct, during the election cycles, or just every day? Do you make loving you easy? Do you get down in the valley and live the life that the people you intend to influence are living? Or do you stand on your high spaces and bark orders and instruction and try to impact and influence from your wonderful life that has no challenges into the life of people who face challenges every day? That's my question for you today. And that's the one that I hope you'll take the time to be aware both of opportunity and responsibilities of leadership and ask yourself, do you make loving you easy? I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast for Tell It Like It Is TV. Have a blessed day. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom.